Welcome to Live in the Life, a podcast that inspires and educates everyday people to take action and choose to live the life of their dreams. Hey guys, I'm Kathleen Holt. And I am Marissa Hammond. We're just a normal couple that believes a life worth living is one rooted in health, fun, love, and abundance. I'm Marissa, a life coach who's been in the health and wellness industry for over eight years. I'm fascinated by the human being, our bodies, minds, and emotions, and how it all works. My passion is just being me and helping others fully love and embody their true selves. I'm Kathleen, a personal trainer that has coached thousands of clients towards a body and healthy lifestyle that they are really proud of. I love lifting heavy weights, enjoying a good outdoor hike, or just playing around and goofing off. We've made it our mission to cut through the noise to give you proven tips and tricks that actually work. Each week, we will share with you our real experiences and the shifts that we've made to create the life that we have today. So whether you're just starting out on this journey or you've been up-leveling yourself for a while, we promise you'll find practical tools and knowledge to help you make the changes you've always wanted. Together, let's all let go of the old versions of ourselves and finally get to a place where we can honestly say, I'm I'm living the the life. Hello and welcome to another Wednesday episode where I'm going to dive into something completely wellness and mind related. This is Marissa and it is a beautiful, nice early morning in the middle of May and I feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> so here's here's the deal guys. Today what I really want to talk to you guys was about triggers and specifically triggers when it comes to family because... The thing is, deep down, I really do believe that everyone loves their family, but family also can be one of the roots of our biggest pains. Like, from because of our experiences we've had and how we grew up, like, that's really how we learned what love was, but how we also learned what pain was. And we we learned these different beliefs about ourselves and whether we're lovable, whether or not we're worthy, all these other things. And even though we really, really love our family, the truth is that our family can often trigger the shit out of us. So I am going to be going home for my brother's wedding on May, it's the weekend I think of the 14th and 15th. It's the Saturday. And I can feel unsettledness really starting to come up in my body. And I know being around my family triggers me and I know it feels really, really uncomfortable, but I also know I love them so much and I do want to be with them. So I don't know if you can relate to this, but I'm trying to figure out and I'm working through like, how do I show up and be with my family, spend time with them in a way that feels amazing, where even if I do get triggered, I can still feel like myself and still can show up the way I want to rather than running off in a different direction or flipping into flight, fight, flight or freeze mode. Like what can I do to still feel like me and be able to be in connection and relationship with my family? And I'm, I'm like, I've I've got my plan. I'll share it with you. But I was like, but I know it's going to be hard and I'm still working through it. And so let's start back at the beginning. Like what is a trigger? Because this is something we throw around all the time and we don't really like Sometimes we don't really understand, like, what exactly is this word? What does it mean? So a trigger is literally the thing which initiates or which starts something. So if you think about, like, a trigger on a gun, right, or a trigger on confetti blow-up balloon thing, like, it's the thing that starts and shoots the thing off. So what a trigger is, is it can be anything. It can be a person. It can be a smell. It can be a word or a phrase. 
but it's anything which sets off a certain response in you. So triggers can actually be both positive and negative. You can have positive triggers. Someone You might see someone who you love so much, maybe it's your dog or your partner or your kid, and you get these overwhelming feelings of joy, of love, of happiness. So there's positive triggers, but often when we talk about getting triggered, we often refer to it in terms of when something uncomfortable or undesirable or negative comes up. And those triggers, they're, they're not fun, but it's the same thing. It's something happens and that initiates some uncomfortable emotion or thought process or action. So how do we work with these triggers? And if these things are happening and sometimes then they're initiating these uncontrollable responses, how do we actually then work through it? So first thing is realizing, okay, what is the trigger Can it be something that you can remove? If yes, cool. How do you then do that? If no, then how can we change the response? Because if normally the unconditioned response is to go into a state that doesn't feel comfortable, if it's an emotional response that doesn't feel good, how can we learn to one, be in that emotion, but also then learn how to shift the response so it shifts and is not as uncomfortable. And this takes work. This does not just happen. I'm not going to pretend like, oh, you just follow steps one, two, three, and you figure it out because <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Because the truth is that uncomfortable emotions are uncomfortable. Maybe that sounds very obvious, but sometimes we don't fully grasp that, that it's going to be uncomfortable. And unless you learn how to sit in the discomfort, you're going to keep running away from it or hiding from it or numbing it out. So when a trigger comes up, and I'm going to, I'll get into a very specific example in a second because this is what I know I'm going to be going through. When a trigger comes up, the first thing that you're going to have to do is be aware of it, sit in it, see it, breathe through it. But like number one is just be aware then you're going to get through the actually being able to be in it, be conscious, be present, and start to then give yourself what you need in order to then shift what's going on. And usually when it comes to emotion triggers, where something happens and this deep emotion comes up, our emotions stem from thoughts and beliefs. So it's by changing our thoughts and beliefs and bringing new thoughts and new ideas to our mind and shifting the meaning around things, that's what's going to then shift the emotion. So I'll give you this example. So like I said, this weekend, I'm going to go home and I'm going to be, um, I'm not going to actually be at home because that's a whole other trigger just for me, just physically being in a space. That's enough for me to literally, something will snap and sometimes I just completely dysregulate. Um, and it can take months sometimes for me to get back to feeling like me. Um, but literally just being around my family Sometimes this happens and I, it was back in January of 2021, I had a conversation with my parents and like I I first heard that my parents weren't going to be coming to Kathleen and my, our wedding. And I remember in that, it's like something in my heart closed. So that hearing that my parents weren't going to come to the wedding, that was the trigger. And then what happened was the response was deep pain of what my interpretation was, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable, I need to be different than I am in order to be okay, but also simultaneously there's that part of me which knows I can't be different from myself. So basically, I just quickly got to the 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 feeling and the belief that I'm not okay being me and 
that's just how it's always going to be. And that was super painful. And I didn't know how to sit in it or be aware of that at the time. Like I said, my heart closed and I didn't talk to my parents for it was 15 months. Um, And then it was a week and a half ago. um, I had my first conversation with them in those 15 months and it was super uncomfortable. I literally cried basically the entire time while sitting. I was sitting on the couch with Kathleen out in BC and they were over Zoom call. They were back in Ontario because those triggers, the things, those feelings, those uncomfortable thoughts and beliefs kept coming up and it hurt. But I'd over the past 15 months, I've been building up the muscles to learn how to how do you sit in this discomfort when the trigger happens? How do you actually then process the emotion and feel it? And it was super, super uncomfortable, but I did it. And that was step one. Step one was helping me get that, that proof that I can do this. I can get through this. And it wasn't fun, but I did feel a lot of freedom on the other side. And that was just through a conversation over, the, over Skype. And now this week, I know I'm going to go back and be around them in person. And even though we've had these conversations and we've worked through and let go a lot of this stuff and still there, it still hurts. It's different when you're physically around something. And this is important for us to look at because this is a response which is also in built into your body and into your nervous system. It's not like you plan to fall apart when something slightly uncomfortable happens. It's an unconscious response. It's what's built into the body as this protection mechanism to say, if you're not feeling safe, you better fight, you better run, or you better hold really still. Like that's your fight, flight, freeze response. So that's built into my nervous system. So my body, even though I logically know I'm safe, even though I logically know how to work through these emotions, my body doesn't always remember that. And it's it's really interesting too, like even sometimes when I'm around my sister, who's one of my best friends, and I love her so much, we, we laugh about this all the time. We're like, oh yeah, we like trigger the shit out of each other. Not because we're trying to, but because that's what our bodies and our beings have learned. And that's just the patterning and breaking that patterning and learning to feel safe and feel grounded is hard. If there's something which we have learned, our brain has learned to associate with pain emotional pain or physical pain or unsafety, then we're going to keep saying, as soon as that thing comes up, our body goes into protection mode. It goes, I better be ready to run away. I'd be ready to hold still, or I'd be ready to, to fight the thing. So have compassion for yourself when it comes to family, because so many, like I said at the very beginning, like so many of our pains and our core deep hurts come from Things that happen in our family, even though we know our family loves us so much and we love them so much, that's just the reality of how it is. So having compassion for ourselves when then we go into these situations where we know, okay, this is going to be a little bit uncomfortable or maybe a lot uncomfortable. My body's not going to feel safe and that's okay because this is where then we get to learn and take our tools and do things to help us make us feel safe. And like I said, I took 15 months away from my parents because I knew literally just conversations or being around them even though I loved them it wasn't what they would say it was how my body and my thoughts and my mind reacted to being in connection with them that I didn't have the strength to be able to sit in to be able to witness and then to consciously make my own decisions because I would just go into fight fight, flight or freeze mode so the tools 
that I've been building up. One was learning to sit in uncomfortable emotions. So working on literally just practicing sitting and being present and breathing through when things get uncomfortable. I've worked through how to journal and how to adjust my mind and my thoughts. So I did a lot of journaling prior to that conversation. And then I've done a lot of actually taking care of and regulating my nervous system through movement, through food and through sleep. And those are the things that I really want to give to you then as these tools when it comes to family and being triggered is realizing you have to, yes, do the work to practice learning to sit in uncomfortable emotions, learning to breathe through it, even when all your body wants to do is shut off and run away how do you actually still be in that uncomfortable motion rather than numbing it out through TV, through alcohol, through food, through sex, through whatever your numbing mechanism is? Like, how do you actually be present in that? You got to learn that. But then it's also like going up to it. How are you actually taking care of your body so that way your body's already in a regulated nervous system when you first go into this situation? So all leading up to this trip, it's been that. It's been how can I take care of my body through movement, through foods, through sleep, and how can I take care of my mind through either podcasts or reading and also journaling to remind myself the truth of that I am safe and the truth of that it's going to be uncomfortable and the truth that that's okay and it's not going to kill me. <laughs> and that's that's a huge thing, remembering like, oh, that's right. It's okay for me to be uncomfortable for me, but it's also okay for it to be uncomfortable for other people. Like it's okay if you make your sibling or your parent or your kid feel very uncomfortable because you're taking care of your stuff and maybe you being uncomfortable or you not just being the way you used to always be around them might trigger them. And that's okay. It's okay for them to be triggered. It's okay for them to have their tough, tough stuff to deal with. It's not your responsibility to make sure everyone feels amazing. It is your responsibility to be respectful and loving and kind to others but if you're honestly and well communicating and loving yourself and taking care of yourself and if somewhere along they, there they interpret it the wrong way or they get triggered, that's not your fault. So when it comes to family, either talking to family or being with family or being around them where you know you might get triggered, like I said, do the things ahead of time leading up to it to make sure your nervous system is regulated. So physically, talk about those things, movement, food, sleep. Make sure you take care of those. On the mental side, it might be doing meditation. It might be going for long walks out in nature. All the things to help your mind calm down. Like I said, journaling, that's such a, such a good one. Um, so make sure you're doing your preparation ahead of time. And then in the moment, make sure that you have your tools that you can use. So make sure if you have something that you need for emotional release, Make sure you know that tool and you've practiced it ahead of time. If you need to have a script to set boundaries, make sure you write it out ahead of time. If you need to take a break and need to say, I need to step away right now because I feel like this isn't safe for me. And I, I like it, even though I know I'm safe, I don't feel safe. And so this isn't loving for my body. Same thing. Practice that ahead of time. And like, this is what I did with my parents when I had my conversation as we had this ahead of time where I said, I don't know how it's going to be for me when we come to the wedding. I love you. I want to spend time with you. But I know that my body in the past gets into the state of dysregulation. And I've been feeling it for the past few days, guys. It's pretty It's pretty crazy to see um, how my body's adjusting, how my digestion's off, how my mind is racing, how my body's gone from very hot to very cold. Like my body senses that this is coming up and is scared. 
And so it's like, okay, how do we how do we go through this? Because it is, it's terrifying when you've gone through something in the past and where you completely disconnect from yourself and then you find it hard to function in life. I, like I've had times where like my binge eating will come back overnight. Other compulsive behaviors of just completely like scratching at my skin or I'll like shut down and I just, I, I will just want to run away from the world. I'll want to stop sharing online. I just want to curl up underneath the bed and just not exist. Like it's hard. It's scary when you think that what if, going to some family event is going to bring up these old parts of me that I don't know sometimes how to deal with and realizing like you do you do have the tools to deal with it, it will be uncomfortable but you can do it and the last part to this that I really want to just highlight is make sure you have a support system and Kathleen talks to me all, like she's so helpful for me and like she talks to me all the time but like she's she's really my support system in this like she's the one who's going to be keeping me accountable to while I'm home, making sure I still keep every single day doing these things for me. And the game plan is every day we're going to be going on lawn walks. Every day we're going to be meditating. Every day we're going to be working out. Every day we're going to be taking time. I'm going to be taking time for myself and I'm going to be journaling because I know that if I don't do these things, then I am asking, or not even, not asking. That's, that's a hard word on myself. Then I am allowing myself to be triggered and in some ways I'm kind of choosing to fall off and just not feel like myself so it's like if I want to feel connected to me these are the things I'm gonna have to do I'm gonna have to show up I'm gonna have to set the boundaries it's gonna be a little bit uncomfortable and that's okay that's okay so for you with any trigger thing that comes up regardless of the situation, I go back into like, okay, what can you do ahead of time and just building daily lifestyle, a daily lifestyle and daily habits that supports having a regulated nervous system. So that way when triggers do come up, it's a lot easier for you to handle. Because if you're already in a state of fight or flight or dysregulated and something triggers and comes up, it's so hard for you then to come back to your place of homeostasis. So one is built that lifestyle it's those, those actions, those things you do ahead of time. And then two is going to be your tools in the moment. It's knowing your scripts, knowing how to hold your body, knowing how to calm yourself down, using breath work, using tapping, using journaling, using whatever it is that you need to know to help bring yourself back to a place of feeling safe when that trigger happens. So helpful things for this. In the notes below, there's a resource of 80 plus free resources. And in there, guys, there's everything that you would need to help do this. There's things that help figure out what foods to eat. There's there's yoga and there's workout videos. Like there's everything that you need. There's like apps that help with your sleep. There's everything you need to help take care of your body in that lifestyle. And then also there's tools for things like breath work. There's tools for journaling. So if you need some journaling prompts or things to help you, there's things in there. Um, there's also uh, like links for like the tapping solution. So go into that, get that document, download it. And go through that and pick your one, two, or three tools that you're going to implement right now into your life and learn how to use so that way when you do have conversations with your family, you do connect to your family or anything else that you know usually triggers you, you'll be equipped to be able to handle it because life is going to happen. And life isn't about avoiding and shutting down all of our triggers because then we're just literally spending all of our life running away from things. But it's learning about equipping ourselves so that way we can actually run towards what we want and what we love and can handle the uncomfortable and difficult things as they arise. So you're amazing. 
You're so worthy. You're so lovable. And yes, you can do this. And yes, it's going to take work. So just remember to show up for yourself. Know that it's going to have the triggers. It's going to be uncomfortable. And you're going to get through this. And if you need help and support, uh, you can come and join our Facebook community, our group. You can always post in there if you have any questions or if you're looking for help, as well as also just reaching out to Kathleen and I on Instagram. And if you feel called to work with either of us, shoot us the message because this is what we help you work through. If you have a hard time showing up for your workouts, that's what Kathleen helps out with. If you have a hard time learning how to understand what's going on in your mind and direct your thoughts and regulate your body and your nervous system, that's what I help you out with. So remember to ask for help from whoever it is that you know that you're like, this is the thing I'm struggling with. Go find someone who knows how to do it. Ask for the help because that's also a huge way for you to support yourself. Download that resource and then come join us in the Facebook community because we just, we just so much want you to feel amazing. I just so much want you to have the most amazing life and the most amazing relationships and to be able to really be in relationship with your family and actually feel safe. So that's it. Have the most amazing one. And I'll keep you guys posted on how my trip goes. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope that you got tons of value from this episode. If you did, we would love it if you tagged us on Instagram with your biggest takeaway so we can celebrate this journey with you. Our handles are at marissa.hammond and at kathleen.holt underscore. We totally get that it's not always easy. So please know that we're so proud of all the work you're doing and how you're choosing to show up for yourself. If you'd like to dive deeper, check out our websites listed below in the show notes for more free resources and tools. Until next time, keep living the life.